keeping your thoughts and your mind fixed on the very character of God, his faithfulness, his goodness will allow, allow you to overcome yourself. On the Choose to Think podcast, I will encourage and empower you to engage and optimize your best thought life in practical, meaningful ways so that you can live day by day in joy, peace, and God's purpose despite all externals. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hey there, and welcome back to the Choose to Think Inspirational Podcast. I am delighted that you are here. This is Victoria, and that you press play to hear the message every single week means the world to me. I could not thank you enough. I love you so much for for doing that and for your support and for sharing the link with a friend and for telling someone about the devotional, all the things that I know you do. I am so deeply, deeply, deeply grateful, and I do truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. So thank you for being here, especially in your busy, busy, busy life. I know, and I like to say instead of busy, I like to say productive, but in your productive life. And I know I also say I'm in high demand. I like to say that too, instead of I'm just so overwhelmed. Nah, I say I'm in high demand. Those are two little nuggets that you could try today. Make your work, your worship. Instead of busy, be productive. And instead of like overwhelmed, be in high demand. That reshifting can make a huge difference in your life. But I digress. I want to ask you a question. Why is Psalm 18, or Psalm on tap for today, relevant to you today? Well, I'd like to pitch three reasons. Number one, you can choose to be retrospectively grateful. It's hard for me to say that word. Retrospectively. I always want to say retrospectfully, but it's retrospectively grateful like David. Well, what do I mean by that? He is looking back on his life with such gratitude, despite all his trials, hardships, and need I say grave errors and trespasses. And listen, if you feel trapped in regret, shame, or if you continue to beat yourself up for your past mistakes, and it could have been something that you did yesterday. I know how difficult it is to be a mother and to parent children. And the times that I said things I wish I hadn't, the times that I raised my voice, all of those kinds of things, it could, or even to my husband, think about that. Any of your relationships with your loved ones, we can absolutely beat ourselves up over things that we say and do. So it doesn't have to be for your distant past that you're really beating yourself up. It could be something that you just did earlier today or even yesterday or last week, or, you know, you're kicking yourself over something. Okay. We're all going to do that. But the problem is when we become trapped in doing that, we keep doing it and we consistently doing it and we repeat and repeat and repeat something that is really leading us down a winding road of Um, of darkness, really. Well, I want to be the first to tell you that if that is you, you're trapped in the past past or in just the recent, you know, what happened today, God can and will allow healing in your life. Recently, I realized that with God's help and applying those seven R's for living my best thought life, that I had been able to stop all that toxic, no good thinking about my past, all those mistakes once and for all. And eventually I found myself no longer haunted or repeating those negative memories over and over and over again. It was like I was a broken record, but I was able to stop that. And I realized God had healed me. David is such a good role model for us in this regard. 
Here he is writing toward the end of his life, according to some scholars, and he is not letting his past negatively impact his present or future. And you can too. Once you recognize that those scabs over what used to be festering wounds in your life have disappeared, you can choose to be retrospectively grateful. Now, Charles Spurgeon says it like this. He says, this psalm is the song of a grateful heart overwhelmed with a retrospect of the manifold and marvelous mercies of God. We will call it the grateful retrospect. So this means that you put your past in its proper place and you only cling to the truth of how God brought you through dastardly times with his loving hand of grace and mercy. You've learned your lessons. You've grown. Your faith has deepened. You're not the same. You're better. This is such an amazingly meaningful, practical application of Psalm 18. But there's more. Number two like David, you can leave a spiritual legacy for your children and for theirs that will offer them hope and comfort for years to come. Do you want to do that? Have you thought about the legacy that you're leaving your children? You probably think of legacy in terms of financial legacy and wealth and possessions that you may leave behind, but what about a different kind of imprint on the lives of your children and their children? Richard Steele, who wrote in 1670, he says this about the psalm. He says, what a comfort would it be for you to read how good your God was to your father or your grandfather who were dead and gone. So would your children rejoice in the Lord upon the reading of his goodness to you. And you cannot have a better pattern for this than Holy David, who wrote this Psalm, Psalm 18, when he was 37 years old, when he had outlived most of his troubles and almost was ready for his journey to the Father in heaven. He resolves at that time to leave his this good report of him upon earth, good report of God upon earth. How do you leave a spiritual legacy? You can certainly leave a book for them. And you're thinking, uh, no thanks, I'm not a writer. Okay, that's fair. You can leave your prayer journals. Okay, and you're thinking, mm, no thanks, I don't journal. Okay, that's fine too. But if you do leave a prayer journal, anything written for your children, you can underscore underscore the importance of who God was to you in your in the written word. And especially, I love the idea of a prayer journal because then you can illustrate to them the importance of prayer and you can let them see just how many of your prayers were actually answered and how you had agonized over particular issues, but then how your God showed up in such big ways. Wouldn't your kids be comforted and filled with hope if they read that about you and they thought, oh gosh, God was this to my mom, to my dad, to my grandmother, to my grandfather. He can be that to me too. Now, again, if writing is not for you, why don't you begin today to demonstrate to your children and grandchildren that time and experiences with them are more important than things? Okay, that's just another thing that you might be able to do to leave a spiritual legacy. Try to find an avenue into their hearts, the touch points on what is important to them. So just yesterday, I watched one of my sweet granddaughters. And as we were enjoying the beautiful fall here in Kentucky, we decided to make a mosaic, as she called it, with all the fall leaves and twigs, tree berries, you name it. This work of art was so much more than leaves hot glued to paper. 
It was a moment carved in time where my grandchild and I celebrated the beauty of God's creation and the cycles of life. We made peanut butter cookies together and I snapshot in my mind her little fingers patting down the dough on the cookie sheets. What's more, when we were at the park, we were at a park that has a lot of like jungle gym kind of equipment on it. Well, there was there was a particularly high piece of roped climbing equipment that she was a tad fearful to navigate. You know, she was afraid to climb high higher after a certain point. I allowed her to struggle just a bit and become a little teeny bit frustrated. She said, I'm afraid to go higher, Nana, but with you, I can be braver. Let me say that again. She said, I'm afraid to go higher, Nana, but with you, I can be braver. And at some point I showed her how that if she put her left foot on one particular rope, it would make her climb so much easier. I offered her a new vantage point, so to speak. I shined the light on her little path up that would help her to navigate to where she wanted to be. And then I watched her do exactly what I suggested and she made it to the top. Well, you can leave a good report about your life to your children and theirs. What will my granddaughter remember of this day? And God willing, many more like it in the future. She will remember that I was present with her, that we celebrated God and his magnificent creation, and that my presence gave her the courage to do something she thought was absolutely impossible. And here's a teeny side note here. My time with my granddaughter touched my heart and increased my faith as I thought about my relationship with my heavenly father. I too am afraid to step higher sometimes, but with my God, I can be be brave. With my father, I can be strong. With his guiding hand, he will show me exactly which next step to take. What I thought impossible becomes suddenly achievable. And David echoes this same sentiment in verses 28 and 29 by saying this. He says, for you light my lamp, talking to God. The Lord, my God, illumines my darkness. For by you, I can run out a troop of warriors. And by my God, I can leap over a wall. So this psalm applies to you today and encourages you today to to be, number one, to be gratefully retrospective. And number two, to leave a legacy to your children and grandchildren. And we move to number three. When you praise and adore God for his amazing character, you are essentially overcoming yourself and all your own thoughts and feelings about you or your life situations. Let me quote Charles Spurgeon. And he says this, the words of this song were not composed with the view of gratifying the taste of men but were spoken unto Jehovah. David might well be thus direct in his gratitude, for he owed all to his God. And in the day of his deliverance, he had none to thank but the Lord, whose right hand had preserved him. You too should feel that to God and God alone, you owe the greatest debt of honor and thanksgiving, end quote. Well, gratitude is that mindset that changes the very chemistry of your brain. Your thoughts influence your brain, literally the gray matter. And it's not just positive thinking. It is literally adoring and praising your creator again and again, remembering who he is, what he says about your scenario and who he says you are will literally change your brain. 
it's so important that we fixate on God and his qualities and characteristics, his personhood, because there we will find life. How often have you said that to God? I love you, Lord, my strength. He says that the Lord is his rock in whom he takes refuge. You do see the metaphor here, right? It's not a rock is a thing, not a person, but in this kind of metaphor, it is a person in his, the Lord is his rock in whom he takes refuge. David says that God is his fortress, his savior, his shield, the horn of his salvation, his stronghold, his support, his rescuer. And what did God do for David that he can also do for you as echoed in Psalm 18? This is what the word says. He hears your cry every single time. He will bring you to an open place. He will rescue you, reward you. God will light your darkness. With him, you can run at untold warriors and even leap over a wall. He encircles you with strength. It's just like with my granddaughter. My presence made her brave and gave her courage to do something she thought she could not do. Your loving father will meet you in that place of angst and discouragement. He hasn't forgotten about you. Celebrate this. He will make your feet able to climb higher. It's not about your agility. It's about your ability to agree with God and allow him to show you the way. Let me say that again. It's not about agility, but rather ability and surrender to your loving father who has your back and will not let you fall. You may see a tiny step, but he will enlarge it for you, keeping your feet steady. Don't turn back. Trust him and then praise him out of the gratitude of your heart. Give thanks to him. Another commentator named Thomas Playfear will give you an astounding outcome when you praise God. And this is it. You will overcome yourself. What does he mean by that? He says this, quote, I admire King David a great deal more than when, when I see him in the choir, and that's Q-U-I-R-E, than when I see him in the camp. When I see him singing as the sweet singer of Israel, than when I see him fighting as the war worthy warrior of Israel for fighting with others, he did overcome all others, but singing and delighting himself, he did overcome himself, end quote. In other words, keeping your thoughts and your mind fixed on the very character of God, his faithfulness, his goodness will allow, allow you to overcome yourself. Why? Because when you focus on truth, you will find life and light. When you focus on yourself, your fears, your shame and regret, you find every measure of darkness and defeat. When you focus on your own ableness or agility, bendability, you will never have the confidence to keep going because it's all about you then and your own confidence. But instead, when you focus on the nature of God, your heart will take flight with hope and joy. Do you look good on the outside, but inside you're a mess? I know. Your peers think you're Sally super Christian when really you're Sally sorrowful Christian, laden with a burden you were not meant to carry. Isn't it time to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ? Do you know who will benefit perhaps the most from your living love letter to God that is yourself and the way you're living? Your loved ones. 
Stand up, brain changer. Today is your day to shake off your past and honor and praise God instead for where he's brought you and what he's done in your life and the healing he has brought to your very soul. Today is your day to fixate on the undeniable qualities of God that will cause your brain to look for them everywhere. In other words, you say God is your strength, your brain will prove you right. Your brain will begin to find ways that God strengthens you day in and day out. Let's just pause and think about what Jesus did for us. He took a cruel death on the cross. He made a way for you to run into your loving Father's arms every single time. God is your fortress. He is your strength. He is your refuge. Via the cruel death on a cross that Jesus bore, that weight that he bore on your behalf. And we have so many reasons to celebrate Brain Changer. We really, really do. Let's not miss an opportunity to praise God. Give him all the glory and rest knowing that what we thought was never possible he does through us and with us, right alongside us. His spirit within you will guide you and will shine the light. Onward, Christian soldier. And I hope, right now we're going to listen to the psalm, but I hope that you are encouraged by these, these practical applications of Psalm 18. God's word is living and active in this 21st century. Let's listen now to Psalm 18, and I'm going to meet you on the other side with a special announcement just for you. So stay tuned. Psalm 18, the NASB version. I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my savior, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised and I am saved from my enemies. The ropes of death encompassed me and the torrents of destruction terrified me. The ropes of Sheol surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried to my God for help. He heard my voice from his temple and my cry for help before him came into his ears. Then the earth shook and quaked and the foundations of the mountains were trembling and were shaken because he was angry. Smoke went up out of his nostrils and fire from his mouth was devouring coals burned from it. He also bowed the heavens down low and came down with thick darkness under his feet. He rode on a cherub and flew, and he spread on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his hiding place, his canopy around him, darkness of waters, thick clouds. From the brightness before him past his thick clouds, hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered in the heavens and the Most High uttered his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered them and lightning flashes in abundance and routed them. Then the channels of water appeared and the foundations of the world were exposed by your rebuke, Lord, at the blast of your breath of your nostrils. He sent from on high. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He saved me from my strong enemy and from those who hated me. 
for they were too mighty for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He also brought me out into an open place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands, he has repaid me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not acted wickedly against my God. For all his judgments were before me and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was also blameless with him and I kept myself from my wrongdoing. Therefore, the Lord has repaid me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his eyes. With the faithful, you show yourself faithful. With the blameless, you prove yourself blameless. With the pure, you show yourself pure. And with the crooked, you show yourself astute. For you save an afflicted people, but you, you humiliate haughty eyes. For you light my lamp. The Lord my God illumines my darkness. For by you I can run at a troop of warriors. And by my God I can leap over a wall. As for God, his way is blameless. The word of the Lord is refined. He is a shield to all who take refuge in him. For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? The God who encircles me with strength and makes my way blameless. He makes my feet like deer's feet and sets me up on my high places. He trains my hands for battle so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation and your right hand upholds me and your gentleness makes me great. You enlarge my steps under me and my feet have not slipped. I pursued my enemies and overtook them and I did not turn back until they were consumed. I shattered them so that they were not able to rise. They fell under my feet. For you have encircled me with strength for battle. You have forced those who rose up against me to bow down under me. You have also made my enemies turn their backs to me and I destroyed those who hated me. They cried for help, but there was no one to save. They cried to the Lord, but he did not answer them. Then I beat them fine like the dust before the wind. I emptied them out like the mud of the streets. You have rescued me from the contentions of the people. You have placed me as head of the nations, a people whom I have not known serve me. As soon as they hear, they obey me. Foreigners pretend to obey me. Foreigners lose heart and come trembling out of their fortresses. The Lord lives and blessed be my rock and exalted be the God of my salvation, the God who executes vengeance for me and subdues peoples under me. He rescues me from my enemies. You indeed lift me above those who rise up against me. You rescue me from a violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks to you among the nations, Lord, and I will sing praises to your name. He gives great salvation to his king and shows faithfulness to his anointed, to David and his descendants, forever. And this is the word of the Lord.
I hope and pray that you are encouraged from these beautiful words in this psalm. And I hope that you now can say, okay, I have three ways to apply God's word directly to my life. I can choose to be grateful in a retrospective sense. I can think back on just how far God has brought me and be grateful. Number two, I am determined to leave a spiritual legacy for my children. And number three, will you say, you know what? I will praise God and adore him for his amazing character. I hope so. And now I want to talk a little bit about that special offer that I have for you. And and it's really free. As you know, if you order the Choose to Think devotional, that is a 365-day devotional, I have in store for you a free gift. And it's an infographic. It's what I referenced in today's episode. It's the seven R's. Every little step begins with the letter R. The seven R's for living your best thought life. Now, this is already outlined in the book itself in the introduction. However, if you want a free printable. It's an infographic. It's a one page depiction with, you know, this information, just those little concise nuggets, the seven R's to help you live your best thought life. It's contained in one page and it's downloadable and printable. And that's a free gift that I have for you, the offer. If you take me up on my offer to order the book, then I'm going to then put into your hands the seven R's for living your best thought life in an infographic format so that you can stick it on your fridge, stick it in your Bible, put it in your car so that you can always be mindful of those seven steps, which will bring you lasting brain change. This isn't something that doesn't work. This is something that is proven to work, guaranteed to help you shift your mindset, shift your focus today. And you know, it's never too late to start doing what's right. You can, I don't care how old you are, how young you are, you can learn something new. You can use this technique, these seven R's in your life today to make a lasting change on your life. And why is that so important? So, because I know you're serving others, because I know that you want to share the good news, because I know that you want to impact others for the kingdom. You are a kingdom influencer. And if you can get it right in your thoughts, then it's going to help so many other people. I guarantee you that this is what's going to happen. You know, recently I had a friend of mine in Frankfurt. She just bought 10 devotional books. Why? Because she's going to give those out as Christmas gifts. And if you order, if you would like to order 10 or more books, that's what we call a bulk order. That's 10 or more. Then I want you to DM me directly at choose to think at gmail.com. And that's with the number two, choose to think at gmail.com. Let me know how many books you would like to order. And it's at a, a discounted price for you. And I'll get those shipped directly to you. So, but you need to order at least 10 or more. Also, if you would like a facilitator's guide, if you want to use the book in a small group with your life group, with your Sunday school class, maybe you just want to do a book club on your own. I can provide to you free of charge for a limited time, the facilitator's guide, which basically tells you how to do this over the coming year. 2023 is just around the pike and Christmas is right here. So this makes a wonderful gift that you can give as a startup gift for a small group, a life group, Sunday school class, or like I said, if you want to do a book study, you can pave the way to doing that for others. And I will include in your bulk order, if you're interested, a complete facilitator's guide so that you can download that and use that to guide you as the leader in your small group. 
Okay, so there you have it, the offer. And again, if you have found this episode to be meaningful to you in any way, would you please share the link with a friend? Will you post it on social media or send a direct link in a text message to a friend who you think this particular message will encourage? Maybe someone is in like the throes of the blah humbugs, as I call them, and they just can't snap out of it. Maybe someone recently said to you, well, the Bible's great, but it doesn't fit me nowadays maybe this episode will jumpstart their faith. So please send this episode to a friend, share it with a friend. And if you really are feeling inclined and you really enjoy the show, would you jump onto Apple Podcasts and leave a review for me? You can light up the five stars for good measure and then write even a one sentence review. You have no idea how this may help our ministry to gain traction. I truly appreciate your support. You just have no idea. So thank you so much for joining me here today. God bless you. And that's a wrap, Brain Changer. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Ciao.